All right. You know what episode this is? Nine? Yep. I believe so. My, my favorite part is always trying to remember the episodes. <laughs> All right. Episode nine, Monger Mayhem. Brent Drake, although we call you Drake. Yes. So <laughs> why, do we, why does everybody just call you Drake? I think it's due to my last name, and it's what I have tattooed on me, so... People just know you as that. Yeah, and Drake. that's what's on my belt, so everybody just calls me Drake. <laughs> cool, cool. I, I mean, again, a lot of people probably don't even know you as Brent, you know, right. anywhere in the gym, so <laughs> just Drake. So here, we'll get that out of the way. Why do we call you Drake? But um, cool. So Drake is uh, one of my fellow master lifters with me in the gym, <laughs> and uh, he's competing in the Smashweight Open coming up, and this should be pretty cool because... He says this is his last one, but I mean, you know, a little twist into the arm here, twist in the arm there, and all of a sudden maybe we do another one. But um, but we'll go into why that is. But um, let's start with when did you kind of get into lifting just, you know, a long time ago, I'm sure. Well, actually, it was uh, February 13th, 2015. Powerlifting? No, just lifting. Just lifting in just general. Lifting okay, in general. cool, cool. So that's actually kind of recent then from, you know, like lifting. Normally I get people out here and they're like, I've been lifting for 27 years, you know. (laughs) No, I I was just concerned with my health and both my parents passed away by by 59. And so I was just looking to better my health. Yeah. Okay. And that's a, (laughs) what better way than to get in the gym, right? Exactly. And I assume you kind of started out probably bodybuilding because you came to me afterwards. I I I did, but I was always interested in powerlifting. In fact, I was just watching videos this morning, three days after, I'm sorry, three months after starting um, lifting, I had a video. I pulled 365 for two on deadlifts Mm -hmm. and I was, um, you know, benching 275. And so I think the numbers I always thought in the gym, a big number was a thousand pound total, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And so I was trying to reach that in the gym. So I always had the fascination of the the big three, even though I was doing more bodybuilding. And what's your best total now in in competition? In competition, I believe it's a 12 some 12. Oh, here we go. 1223. So you, so you beat there your thousand pounder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. I mean, it's funny, huh? When you think about like, or start comparing like a gym to now being like at this gym, you know, absolutely. It's like, yeah. And and everybody starts somewhere. That's the best part of it. You know, I have people in here with obviously zero totals because they never competed. You know, you, you at least kind of saw it as a, a goal, you know, like a lot of people in, box gyms, LA fitness, stuff like that. They don't even know about, you know, a total or, you know, the three lifts. Right. So, um, how did you ever hear about like powerlifting then? You know, I was just looking at workouts and I was uh, looking at some of the Russian, uh, powerlifting workouts. Mm-hmm. And so, cause I was trying to build strength. Yeah. And so that's what got me into kind of along those path, that right. path. So, all right. So you're training for a little while here and then you started looking at these workouts and then you're like, I'm going to go check out this gym. <laughs> yeah, being this gym. <laughs> What's well, funny is that I really started at a small gym, and I decided, well, you know, I'll reward myself with a bigger gym if I consistently stick to working out every day. Mm-hmm. And and then, so I went from choose to crunch, and they had free weights then at that time. So then I started experiencing the full free weights. Yeah, and then. A year there, and then uh, after my son's accident, where he got paralyzed, we both talked about powerlifting because mm-hmm. we're we're doing it together. And 
So it was always a goal of ours. So when after I realized that he wasn't going to be able to do it, I said, well, time's now. I'm not getting any younger. I'm just going to start powerlifting. Yeah. Hey, good job. So then, like I said, so then you come over here. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you walk in and you're like, wow, this is it. Or <laughs> were you like, oh, man. Yeah, I always like to know people's impressions when they come in uh, from, again, like a choose or an LA Fitness or something. So, Well, I think, you know um, – I thought this it was an awesome gym. I was like, yeah, this is this is, you know, this is hardcore. This is this is what I'm looking for, you know. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny like I've had some people come in and they're like everything was cool except for I'm more of like a rap person versus metal, you know, or a more metal. Right. <laughs> like, Don't worry, we changed the music. It's fine. <laughs> well, I think the biggest thing that you said to me is just, you know, when you're competing, they're just going to play all different types, so just yeah, go, get used to whatever's whatever. on there. Yeah. Don't worry, it won't be country. Sorry, I'm not <laughs> right. a country fan for you country people out there. I don't I don't mind it, I guess. In fact, my girl listens to it a lot. But uh but yeah, definitely when lifting, I don't find it very uh like, you know, time to lift, you know. <laughs> but um all right, so come in the gym. Obviously we meet. Um, did, I can't remember. Did we start programming kind of before? Did we pick a meet? I, I think what, what happened is I was just trying it out. So we didn't do the programming the first meet, but you helped me out kind of. Just kind of getting ready and yeah, technique ready. and stuff. Yeah, that's a lot of the, a lot of the way it goes. Um, your first meet was uh, Monger Mayhem 2017. Right. So we are now coming up on two years of that basically yes. or close to two years so that's pretty cool and yeah i mean let's look i have your numbers up here so let's look at some of your competition numbers real quick so monger mayhem uh two, you've been 275 weight class the whole time that's cool uh, and let's see i'm looking at your weight to kind of see which is crazy because you've actually well 271 then you went 274 and then 266 at old dogs so your weight's kind of been you know pretty close I mean, right yeah you know. um but anyways 407 squat uh 286 bench and 440 deadlift and let's see uh california state after that which was march of 2018 I right. remember that me. We were and that we definitely programmed for yes, and everything. And, and I think after the the mayhem that's what got me hooked and Yeah. You do that first <laughs> one and you're like, yeah, okay. and then I'm like, all right, I'll, I want you to start programming for yeah, me. Yeah, and I think it's cool because the first one is experience. You know, I always tell people it's experience. Right. Just if you have any interest in competing, don't wait, you know, till you have this ginormous total in your head or you think you can do it because game day is going to change everything. You know, right. meets like to humble us in a lot of ways. And so I just tell people, just get out there and get the experience, you know, because right. you're going to learn so much from just doing your first meet that the second meet is kind of where you start aiming for totals, I think, you know, right or goals, you know, whatever. Oh, I want this deadlift or something. I mean, you got to put in the work either way, but I mean, at least then you have the experience behind you on how to warm up and commands and all the little Absolutely. stuff that go into the day of, you know? So you were pretty excited to do your second one then I imagine, yes. <laughs> especially cause uh, it was a bigger one too. California Absolutely. States. That's a good, that's a good so meet. coming from here to, you know, which was, I think a single day event to, to go into California state, which was a three day event. Yeah. And so it was a 
big difference. Yeah, a lot of lifters there. Yeah, yeah, big, big crowd, which is cool. I like the state championships. They always do a good job of that one. Um, so let's see there. Weighed in 274. That's what I like to see, right? Right below the cut line. Um, so you went 429.9, so basically 430 squats. So we got 23 pounds there. Um, let's see. We went 286 to 303 bench. Nice. That was good. And then 39 pounds on your squat, 479. Or I'm sorry, deadlift. So... So awesome. Let's see. And then total 11.35 to 12.12. Man, I'll tell you what, <laughs> that was a good increase right there. See, first first to second, you know. Right. First to second meet, there's always that that big jump usually. And like I said, yours is almost 100 pounds, 80 pounds or something you went right. up. You know, that's that's awesome. That's what I like to see. That And that's truly experience. That's what it is, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, not that you didn't get stronger, obviously, too, because, like I said, I think we ran program uh, absolutely, a, yeah, a p- uh, proper peaking program <laughs> yes, into that did. one, yeah, for sure. Cool. And then your last one we did, which was um, old dogs, which was an awesome meet, just for me to even be at and see. Um, we that one you weighed in light, two sixty six. So your lightest, your lightest weight or competition weight, but yet. Smashed a good squat, 446. So up again, another 20 pounds almost. Bench. Bench, what happened? We had, I remember, because you, you got 292, but I remember we, we went for three. No, that was uh, that was in, in uh, California State. Oh, that was at California State. Yeah. Okay. Well, so 292 think, was our second or third time? 292 was our third. Third, okay. And that was it because of your shoulder? Yeah, it's because you, of my shoulder. You've dealt with some shoulder issues. Yeah. Ever since I've met you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> not that we don't all have uh, some kind of issue, but uh, <laughs> that we're dealing with. And then deadlift, another uh, 10 pounds basically on there. So, continue to go up. You increased your total again. And it was at that meet that I missed the. The five twelve because I hitched. Yeah, because he hitched us, right? Well, that's all right. Maybe we'll we'll take care of that on this meet. So, okay. So you're competing smash right open, which is in what will be a couple days. Although I probably won't get this up till Friday, so (laughs) it'll be the next day. But um, you're pretty excited about this one, I know. Uh, You know, I'm really excited. It's kind of like excited but i don't want it to be here because just in case it potentially is my last one you know i've been been enjoying this whole training cycle and and just really enjoying the moment so i just don't want want it to end so let's talk obviously about why this potentially although see every time we talk it gets looser and looser right of the (laughs) being the last one but uh let's talk about why um I don't know how long ago it was. You t- why don't you tell me? Why don't you give me the yeah? Just go ahead and give me the background of the well, story on it. At <laughs> old dogs, um, I ended up pulling my abs and I ended up getting abdominal recti. So I was just looking up if that was common in men, and I saw that you know older men closer to fifty that have abdominal recti. There's usually an association with an aneurysm. So I had a. Um, cardiologist appointment coming up and I, I told her, I go, and she's all, well, I'll just scan you. Not a big deal. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. And so the first part of February, she scanned me and found out that I have a thoracic aortic aneurysm. Okay. And that again, kind of, cause not everybody's going to be a doctor or understand it. What does that affect? That is the, um, 
it's the major blood vessel coming right out of your heart. It's almost it's, – so it's starting to bulge. Yeah. So the risk, if it doesn't get repaired, could burst. And, yeah, if it enlarges too much. Right. Which, could, which is usually caused by blood pressure. Right, high blood pressure. Yeah. So do you take anything for that to be able to train through this? I do take it. And uh, as – as we're going through peak Because it, it ain't like powerlifting doesn't raise your blood pressure. <laughs> right, exactly. It's something we've had to adjust along the way. I'll kind of get into that after you go, but go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm so on lisinopril, and I, once we started getting a peak week, I started taking a little extra dose. Right, and that was – and one thing I love about you is Drake's very in tune with everything he does and then with his doctors, who he's lucky to have a good team. Absolutely. That helps him out. So – they gave you the okay, though, obviously, yes. to she, go for She's this. all like, we caught this early. Yeah. You know, most people don't catch it this early, and so we caught it early, and and uh, we'll go ahead and let you compete this last time. And and so she's all, you know, really just concerned about taking longer rests. Right. And so that's what we kind of did with your programming this time is we knew this was an obviously an issue that we had to deal with right. even though we have the okay we had to switch it up a little bit so our rest periods especially for you know our peak have definitely longer and then as far as our top sets right i keep them to very low reps if not singles through most of actually what probably the last six weeks of the training if yeah. not maybe eight yeah because we don't want that blood pressure is <laughs> right. there too high, so you know, for too long. So, um, I feel like that was a good, fun challenge for me to work with somebody that you know has to deal with that. And you've trained through it great. Yeah. I mean, we've had a pretty good training cycle, I feel like. I mean, minus Absolutely. maybe the one little deadlift hiccup because, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know, which is weird because it happened and his grip kind of slipped on one of his uh one of his deadlifts, but I've never seen that happen with him. And then yeah. the next week pulled it just fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah. So we kind of adjusted your training and we've had a pretty good training cycle, everything. Now after the meet, will you go get checked out soon after, or is it just a regular yeah. kind of checkup thing where every six months or so, or well, whatever it happened to be every six months anyway. So mm -hmm. I told her when the meet was and she's like, so she scheduled it for July 3rd to okay. do another scan. Yeah, so shortly after, you know, yeah. we'll see how it goes. And she'll probably be like, oh, everything's fine. And then I'll be like, oh, good. Let's pick another meet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, just, I hope let's so. just say let's just say that no change in the valve, right? In the size of the valve, right? Because that's the... Or the artery. Or the artery. I mean, yeah. sorry. Yep, wrong word. All right. So, yeah, no change in the artery, right? <clears throat> Does... I mean, would that entice you to want to compete again or do you feel like i don't want to chance it we've had a good run here let's you know i think what i would do is it would definitely entice me but i'd definitely defer to her i'd say you know i trained really hard yeah you know as hard as it's gonna get yeah and it didn't change is it possible what I'm that, hoping is maybe she just says, let's just space them out. Longer. <laughs> you know, like, right. okay, do one a year maybe or something, you know, yeah. which is cool. I feel like, you know, if we could do that, that would be great. But um, again, going back, you said something obviously about this that's key to a lot of people that train and, uh, or just in life, you know, let's just say in right. life, um, you caught it early and you caught it early because, again, Drake, you are on top of it. Like, we talk about, you know, our, body you know obviously right. a lot when you're in here 
And uh, being 40, 49. 45 for the fourth time. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, you always, you're really good about checkups. In fact, you make me obviously like stay on top of myself, which is a good thing because the older you get, obviously, the better it is. But I mean, plus Absolutely. we're lifting and we're trying to lift max weights, you know, at ages that, Again, most people aren't going to do that stuff, but right. we like to do it, you know, so you got to be on top of it then. So you caught it early, which allowed you to, you know, keep it in check, but also have it monitored and then continue to lift. So right. this is a, just a PSA to everybody out there from me and Drake, which is go get your shit checked. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. if you have never had a blood test done before, go get a blood test. How often do you get blood tests done? Well, I'm fortunate now they slow down it's every six months. Well, oh, that's more than most <laughs> yeah. people because most people probably are going to go, uh, Maybe I never, once I a never year go. Check if that, I mean, I do what I try and do once a year. You're, yeah. you're, you're way out of me, but I'm just saying, like, again, most people are like, uh, never, you know? And without that, you're training kind of blind, in my opinion, you know? Absolutely. When you're young, you, you get through with everything, you know? It doesn't matter. You can throw a fucking piano on your back and squat, and you're going to be fine, you know? My right. knee hurts. Ah, you'll be fine. Rub some of this on it, you know? But again, when you're older, and obviously I like to listen to a lot of stands, stand efforting stuff, right. he talks a ton about blood, blood tests because every little hole you can plug, let's just say, the better your body's going to usually perform, right? Absolutely. And even with my younger athletes who are trying to become, you know, the top or get to the top, those are the little pieces that have to be plugged then, you know, absolutely addressed. So again, very cool that you do it. Um, you do it, obviously. Uh, one thing I asked you about, if we could talk about was, you know, TRT, which is huge. I think, you know, when you're, when you're 40 plus, right. And, uh, it's something that, you know, now it's pretty common, I feel like, right. uh, amongst men. So I don't feel like it's anything weird to talk about or anything. I, I actually would, the reason I asked is because you have a ton of experience in it. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how long have you been TRT? It's been three years. Three years. So you feel better, obviously, the second you got on it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was, my kids begged me to never go off. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, and that just goes to show that. You know, a lot of the stuff that you hear probably media wise or anything, although the media doesn't even put, I haven't heard anything really lately media based that's been like putting it down you right. know, or anything like, or negative on it. I think we've come to accept, accept that TRT is kind of a part of, uh, you know, becoming older and just living a Absolutely. still a really good life, you know? Um, but I'm sure it helps obviously with your lifting. And, and that's just, you know, one aspect of it. I was still getting strong. I still could bench 315 without it. And I even asked the doctor, I'm all, why is this? I'm like, how can I do this? And he simply said, females can do it too. And they have low yeah, testosterone. Exactly. He goes, you're still building strength. Absolutely. I mean, eat right, sleep right, keep your stress manageable. Right. You're going to build muscle if you're doing those things right. Or you're going to get stronger, you know, right. if that's what you're trying to do. I mean, I know we've talked and I know you don't even run a very high amount for your, right. for your, uh, TRT. So you are just taking enough to bring your levels up to what would be a, a, a normal 40 range. 40 to 50 yeah. year old male. Yeah. So again, you don't have to, you know, people think like, oh, TRT, they may not even know, like, what is it? What does it do? You know, I mean, you're just bringing your 
testosterone levels up to, like you said, normal levels. To where or, it should be. Yeah, where it age. should be, right. Um, <clears throat> was it hard? Um, because I remember we talked a while back about competing, you know, drug tested versus tested. Right. And unfortunately, once you're TRT, you know, you can't. And I remember, you know, uh, again, I was talking about it. Was it hard to make a decision, you know, about that, you know, as far as staying on it or coming off. And I think that we talked about, and I think, you know, one of the things that I didn't think was necessarily as fair, and I know there's still advantage to it is that, is that I'm only taking enough to be normal for my age. And so I wasn't taking any super amounts. So I thought, you know, that there should be a way to compete in drug Oh, test. and like a drug tested, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's yeah. what you asked me, right? Yeah. If, if it was prescription, but unfortunately, like I said, USPA and actually all the uh, federations, once you're TRT, like anything, unfortunately, you're not able to compete drug right. tested, which I get what you're saying. You know, it's only a, bringing it up to a normal level, but unfortunately, too, they can't really tell you, you know, well, what's this? You know, what's the level that you're going to be? I mean, right. They just draw a hard line in the sand, which is fine. I, yeah, I'm okay with it. I, I actually agree with it. I feel like if you're going to do that, great, do that. My thing to you that I think we talked about was the sport is always about you. Right. It doesn't matter who's at the competition you're at. Doesn't matter, uh, you know, if you're competing at this event or that event. It's your total. Like you right. just work on getting your total up, and you know the sport to me was never about placing unless you're yeah like an an invitational type meet or something right. like that. But but uh, even at that, you know the goal is to get your total up. You get your total up, you're going to be happy. I guarantee you. You know, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> and, and and again, that's our goal going into this meet, right? Yes. <laughs> I was actually excited because I told you yesterday. I'm like, I was doing the flights, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's another guy in here, you know. And it's always hard when you're master, even for me, you know. You don't right. you don't go up a ton of against a ton of masters, you know. So I was like all excited that you'd be able to battle it out with somebody, hopefully. And then I realized he was bench only. <laughs> I was like, oh damn, never mind. So you're just gonna have to make sure you bench. More, right. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> that way, you know, at least you can have that in your head. But um, yeah, it's not really about me versus them. It's always me versus me or you Absolutely. versus you, you know, just getting out there and doing the best you can. Um, but being that you've been on it now, is there anything that you've learned or that you think uh, would be good for people to know that are getting into their 40s, you know, that you could kind of steer them maybe in the right direction? Well, I know that. You know, one of the things is I was grumpier, I had a shorter temper, and and uh, I wasn't losing any body fat, even though I was trying to run three miles sure. a day and work out, and nothing was coming off. And so I actually went to the doctor, and I said I'd like to take, which I didn't know at the time, I was so new to the gym, that I'd like to take a test booster. And I said, mm -hmm. I know it's hard on your, your kidneys and liver, so I'd just like to see where it's at. Yeah. And uh, when he did the blood test, I found out I was 122 so, so again, explain where that falls and what that is compared to normal. Normal, if you're doing a range within the testing, mm -hmm. is um, 234 to what, 890, I think, is what the test does on mine. Yeah. But for my age, the average test level is 604. 
And you're 122. And I'm 122. <laughs> so you're like, I'm about to disappear. <laughs> so it's just a, the opposite because yeah. you, you hear and not knowing about steroids, you hear, oh, it causes rage and all this. Yeah. That's, and I when I got on Media-based stuff. That. Right. When I got on the therapeutic dose that brought me to natural. And so what your what it, your therapeutic do, dose takes you to what now? She's she's happy if, if even I'm somewhere. I'm usually around five seventy. Right. So you're right under the yeah. the average. Right. So you're still not even above average in right. with and, what you take. And her explanation is that because I work out more, that she end up using more. She said probably if I didn't work out, I'd be a little bit higher. A little bit higher. Right. Because yeah. you're using it. Yeah. Do you ever be like, yo, doc, let me, uh, let me get a little bit more. <laughs> be, being that she's an endocrinologist. So we really battled in the beginning because she was trying to dose me at a 185 pound guy. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why and, is and that? finally I had to remind her, I'm like 275. Yeah. Cause she, she was looking at that, how much she was giving me. And she's like, I've never given anybody this much before. Okay. So they do go, she is kind of going off of weight though. It seems like, whereas normally, I would think that most of it doesn't have to do with weight, but I mean, obviously it sounds like she was like, okay, you're a little bit more. Let's give you a little bit more. Right. Because she realized that, you know, anything, even on regular meds, if someone is a hundred pounds versus two seventy five, it's going to affect them differently. Right. Okay. So the receptors are definitely a little, right. A little different being a little heavier versus 185 pounds. So did, so did she change the dose then for you? Yeah. We finally got up to 300, um, milligrams a week. Okay. So 75 on Monday, 75 on Thursday. Gotcha. And, uh, it really, wait, 75 on Monday, 75 on Thursday. That's 150. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, 150, 150, 150, 150. 150. So two times a week. Yeah. Okay, which is nice and easy. Yeah. And then that's the 300. And that brought you to the range that you're at now. Right. Cool. And she did it close enough like that so that way, you know, as that testosterone peaks in 48 hours and it starts dropping from then, it starts taking yep. the half-life. And so what she's trying to do by twice a week is to keep me as smooth as possible. Right. The, the waves, the little dip so, in between. Yeah, I'm going to jump in here and just say – Listen, if you're looking at, you know, doing this or getting into TRT or anything, even if you're younger and you're just looking at, uh, you know, trying out <laughs> some, uh, some gear, research it, know what half-lifes are, know what, you know, uh, your testosterone is to start with. I mean, all that stuff. Get a blood test done. We talked about Absolutely. this just a minute ago. Again, no matter what age you are, you should know that. Only in the fact is only if in the fact if you then you should go get another one done, probably the middle cycle and say, okay, is it actually working? Am right. I raising it? Right. What's the point of taking anything if you're not, you know, or you're, you're doing it wrong, you know? And I think that's important for the older guys too, because my father-in-law, they put my father-in-law on Sipinate as well. Mm -hmm. And they're only injecting them every three weeks. And I told him, I'm like, by the time you get another shot, you're absolutely at zero. Yeah. Right. I'm so on. did they change it up? Or? They, they did. Oh, okay. Man, I'm surprised. So why do you think that is? I mean, it just seems like they should know that. Well, what they do is they're about giving a bigger dose at one time. And then having it trail off. But yeah, that but seems like it would three just weeks. spike high and then come down the same amount. Absolutely. Right? A half-life is a half-life. And then you're causing more estrogen 
yeah, you that by one giving time. them a bigger dose. But again, so that just makes me go: Are these doctors not competent? Or it, his was a family doctor, so maybe I've, they weren't as versed in it, right? Do you you go to like you said an endocrinologist, endocrinologist. which specifically works in this area, right? right? That's their specialty. They're not treating common colds, and they're not no. treating all this other stuff. Which, again, if you're going to be out there. That would be the way I would recommend you go too. Right? Absolutely, because they just specialize in hormone health. It's the pituitary gland, the thyroid, and the gonads or the ovaries for yeah. women. So it's just very specific. Okay, there you go. Some more uh, knowledge from Drake over here. Go to a specialist. Don't let your primary, you know, lead the way on this because Absolutely. chances are you're probably not going to get the best. You might again. You might have somebody that's great. And that's good, but uh, use somebody that specializes in there. You're, you're not going to go to, uh, you know, like like you did, like you started out. You're probably not going to stay at Choose very long if you want to be a powerlifter. You're going right. to go find a powerlifting gym and train around people that are powerlifters. Absolutely. Right? Same thing with TRT and all this other good stuff. Well, the thing is, uh, you know, the doctor told me that um, my general practitioner said he only spent probably two hours on like testosterone and the whole endocrinologist system. So yeah. they're not really specialized in. I feel like they're more to direct you in that where to go. And I was glad that he did. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes perfect sense. And again, more good uh, knowledge for people out there who might get into this or, or be wanting, you know, to try it. I mean, I know there's plenty of guys in the gym that I talk to that, are like, oh, you know, I didn't even know about that. And they're older, you know, and, and I tell them, yeah, you know, this is something that you might want to look into. You are still a competitive athlete, you know, and it's only going to benefit you because I guarantee you're giving up ground to other people that are doing it, you know? Absolutely. And the thing with being on TRT is that you have your prescription with you so you can travel with the TRT. And let's say that, you know, I forgot the needles at home. Yeah. I can... I can go to Walgreens and just get wherever, at, wherever I'm at. Yeah, because they obviously want you to right, cause, stay consistent. Because right? they know I got my prescription through Walgreens and yeah. same with the Sipinate. So. so I don't want to talk about this forever, but la let's – no, like a couple maybe questions. But like so was it hard to work with your insurance on this or was it something that kind of – It took it took me about a year to, to get them to pay for it because she had to write a letter saying I'm going to be on it for the rest of my life. Yeah. So, so again, stay persistent with the insurance, and absolutely. you can probably make it work. Or and then get it goes to down to fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, <laughs> getting sipping for fifteen bucks a month, huh? Yes. <laughs> all the people out there listening, all the guys are probably like, "You son," <laughs> or that, or they're going to come talk to you, right? right? <laughs> He's not a dealer. Stop it. And I can um, only get my prescription. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, funny. So, there you go. we got to have some fun on here. Okay, so enough of that, guys. If you're interested. Uh, I'm bet Drake will talk to you about it openly in the gym. If you're, you yeah. know, you want to come talk to him, um, I'll talk with you too. I have some knowledge on it, obviously. Um, but yeah, so do it if, if it interests you. It seems like it's a great thing. I've only ever heard good things about it for being on, for doing it. Um, I could tell you my family all uh, tell me never to go off because I'm so much happier. I'm such a nicer person. Totally. I mean, I myself am uh, definitely in the process of <laughs> trying to go that route now that I'm 41. Um, you know, it makes it easy. Like you said, you have the prescription, something you don't have to worry about traveling and all that. So cool. All right. Um, let's get back to powerlifting because that's what, right. that's what we're here for. Um, favorite lift. Just, I do some basic questions every once in a while, not to make conversation, but you know, I like to know. <laughs> I, 
I would say uh, bench before I hurt my shoulder. You know, I'm not going to lie. The yeah. whole gym thing, everybody, it was bench. Everybody but, loves bench, you know. You know, and then uh, it's really progressed. It's like started with bench and then went to deadlift. And I'm feeling for the first time in my life, like maybe this this meet, it might be my squat. Yeah. Yeah, your squat actually has been pretty damn good. Although I feel like your deadlift will be there game day. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, and not, I, I'm not one of those guys to be like, oh, you're going to get this because it's game day. No, I'm just right. saying like, um, I feel like your deadlift usually performs pretty well on, on uh, you know, game day meat or day. meat day, <laughs> if you want to say. But, and yes, we, you did have that hitch last time. I feel like that's something we work on and right. we train through and we try and fix. So I'm hoping that it's, you know, all that work then pays off now. Right. Um, but yeah, man, your squad, I feel like is definitely going to be up there and better. So yeah, it really came along. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Okay, so that's cool. What do you uh, what do you think would be some good advice for people who start later? You know, obviously you started later in life with lifting and then powerlifting and that. You know, what uh, what's the best advice? I would just say it's never too late and stay consistent with it. Yeah. And if it's something that you start growing a passion for, you know, just like I came to you and get a coach because someone like Rick – who's able to train around injuries or work with the doctors, I think is really important. Yeah. Well, it's easy with you because you do come and tell me and we have good conversation about, Hey, doctor said this. Right. Cool. Okay. I can work with that. You know, it's the, it's the people that don't. So I'm going to add on to that. Yes. Find a coach, be open and honest with them about what's Absolutely. going on. Because if you're, you know, telling me, Oh, you know, my knees bothering me, but you're you know, we don't really know what my, usually my response is if it lingers, then let's go get it looked at because it's only going to help me get you to where you want to go faster, you know, or we're going to figure out how to work around it. You and, know? and don't withhold information to your coach either. Yeah. <laughs> get open and honest. Yeah. Part, right. <laughs> um, we're pretty lucky to have people like Steve, who you saw yesterday, get yes. ready for your meet. And, uh, he helps us out too. Um, you know, as far as, you know, looking at mechanical patterns or, you know, issues again, like with, with, that you have with your shoulder, that's just right. always there. So that's always good. So get some work done. Obviously, if, Absolutely. Uh, you know, if that's the case, if you're older or again, even if you're younger, I mean, I, there's so many people I am like, man, I really would like it if you go see Steve so he can kind of tell me, you know, what the deal is, you know, because I, I'm one set of eyes, but man, the more eyes you have on somebody, the better it is. And that's what I like about this gym is we have lots of sets of eyes on Absolutely. people. So, and I have to think about it when I was going back, when I had my best bench mm -hmm. is when I was going to promotion and getting physical therapy. Yeah. I was like every week up until the competition. Yeah. So, and that helps with again, working around uh, what we're doing, you know, how to move forward so we can continue to progress through our peak, you know, but not tax it to the point where, oh shit, now we're, now we got to shut down. You know? I feel like I've had, uh, I'm going to say pretty good luck, but I don't believe in that it's luck. It's just, you know, a plan like with people in here that have maybe had a slight tear happen or, uh, you know, uh, an injury, you know, to something. And then right. we set up a plan and, uh, you know, we work through it. Obviously, Holgi being one of those people, he's a submaster. You know, we work through uh, uh, pec, I think a slight pec strain or tear, you know, that he right. dealt with and got him back to benching great. I mean, he looked great the other day. And same same with you, you know, again, hoping for 
again, it doesn't have to be huge, but even small PRs in areas that are hard because we're dealing with, you know, injuries that could be lifelong or, you know, just in the moment. Um, But what are you going to do after the competition? I mean, let's just say everything goes well. You have a good competition. We PR on, you know, either everything or at least total, you know, total is always my key. So say we PR total, um, take, you know, your normal week or two to rest and recover. I'm sure you'll be back in the gym, but then you go get your blood tests and everything, or you talk with your doctor and uh, you know, everything, let's say everything looks good. What, what happens next then? I think, you know, after, after a week, I'm going to come back and do the hypertrophy that, typically where I'd be at in off season anyway, cause it just works out with what I can do. Yeah. So, and then, um, and so then continue working, continue working. Yeah. And then July 3rd is really, I got to get date, a key date. I got to get the scan and see where I'm at. Yeah. But I mean, again, let's just say everything comes back good with that. If everything comes back good, yeah. then I'm going to talk to my cardiologist. Yeah. I'm going to say, Hey, well, let's, okay. Let's do two different scenarios. Okay. Let's say she says, I'd rather not have you power lift. What do you do? Continue to lift? Um, <laughs> yes, because I've asked her before. So, uh-huh. sorry, Kirk. So you already know, know the answer because she's all, I'd Perfect. rather. <laughs> she's a great doctor. She said, I'd rather have you lift mm-hmm. and be active than not do anything else at all. Because nah, it's harder I love doctors you. like that because I feel like when you become this sedentary rock, that's when shit goes downhill, you know, especially as you get older, like do what you can do, whatever it is. You know, I'd much rather have a doctor tell me, listen, I would, I don't want you doing this, but you can do this type of thing, you know, and at least they're showing me, okay, I want you to be active still, you know, right. It's cool that she's telling you, Hey, I want you to lift, you know? And and the main thing, you know, that her concern is the grunting, the, the, you know, where you're getting that one PR and you, you, you know, after you rack it, your face is beat red from the blood pressure. <laughs> blood pressure tan. Yeah. She's, that's the only thing she's worried about. Sure. So she, some, she's like, Hey, listen, I want you to lift. Let's not be one rep maxing, you right. know, consistently. I'm sure then we could talk and just say, Hey, let's keep stuff to like, you know, the most we're going to get into is like an 80 to 85% range of those one RMs. And I bet that will, you know, work out for you. you right. Know, stuff like that, whatever we're going to figure right. it out, but we'll get it figured out. But, uh, having her tell us, this is where I want you to be or where I want you to and, sit. And helps. she was even adamant about saying that she wanted me active clear up until the day I'd have surgery. Oh, that's awesome. So wait, there's surgery for uh, set, it, or only if it's gotten to a point. It's more than likely it'll be a surgery, but then she also told me that she's had someone for 15 years that's had one, and and it's hasn't gotten bigger. So I mean, there's hope. So and, as long as it doesn't get bigger from where it is now, no surgery. Is right. Needed. So you're in the no sur- surgery zone right now. As of right now. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's hope that that stays there. Absolutely. And it'll be, this will be a big uh, scan once, like you said, July will yes. kind of tell us, right? Absolutely. Are you okay with if it comes back and they say, hey, you're going to need surgery at some point, but you can lift up until that place just uh, knowing like, hey, I'm going to do this and bodybuild and, you know, have trophy and all that good stuff that I, I would say, I'd say absolutely. Because, you know, if I wasn't concerned, I wouldn't have asked her. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, and any lifting is better than no lifting. Like yeah. Cause most people don't know when you get an aneurysm, 
most doctors will throw the blanket policy on you and say 50 pounds lift no more than 50 yeah, I pounds. Yeah, remember you were talking about that before. Yeah, and she's been my cardiologist. <laughs> You're like, I lift groceries more than 50 pounds. <laughs> she's been my cardiologist for over two years, so she knows I've been lifting, and she's all, I'm not going to hold you to that standard. Just lift moderately. Sure. So that'll be something that you can do no matter what. Right. Have they kind of gone over you with you if you have to get the surgery, like how it'll go and pretty confident that everything would be okay? With with surgery, it's a I mean, pretty – Especially on the heart. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's a pretty high success rate. You know, it's like 80 to 90. And if you don't have the surgery, it's 100% mortality. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go with surgery. Yeah. So put me down for the surgery. Yes, please. absolutely. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. Tell me some – if there's anything else that you think, whether it be just lifting in general, a lifter in general – being, you know, a uh, wiser lifter instead of advanced age, we're going to call it a wiser lifter. Right. <laughs> um, or just, you know, anything that you've learned along the way that you think is good, let's get it out now because, you know, I, I, I <laughs> feel would, that's the best thing I would that, say that the we num- can give people. Number one thing is consistency because, you know, I took off a little bit of time for powerlifting after states and I thought I was going to do something a little bit different and this was the first year that I was finally going to commit to 100% yeah, powerlifting. this is the first time we've actually yeah. done off-season work together and Absolutely. peaking because yes. normally I just handle your peaking and you do your off-season work but we did everything. And- right, I was going to commit this year so I'd say, you know, consistently and just commit to it and then yeah. the other thing I'd say is, you know, go do your annual checkups. Yeah. And, um, and you don't have to necessarily agree if you don't agree with their assessment, you know, go to another doctor and get a second opinion. For sure. And I mean, I dealt with that even with injuries with my bicep. You know, I didn't like the first, uh, you know, opinion or whatever you want to call it, diagnosis that they gave me. So I was like, eh, you know, I think I'm going to reach out to somebody else. Absolutely. And I actually end up finding a guy that works specifically with strong men. And he was like, yeah, I can take care of that. He goes, this is what is going to be the outcome or what's going to happen because I waited a while to get my uh, surgery done on my bicep. But again, I was okay with that. At least he was confident with, Hey, I can do it and you're going to be all right. You know, you're just going to be a little bit, you know, lacking in range of motion here and blah, 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 whatever. But at least they, you know, again, he was cool. He gave me the outcome and, or, you know, what, what he thought. And I was, I would much rather have that than somebody that's like, no, I don't want to really tackle that. Cause, cause I think sometimes people just, you know, take doctors at their words and they should know. And, you know, there's like anything in the world, good and bad doctors. (laughs) And this is your only body. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to go and definitely get a a second opinion if I don't, if it doesn't sound (laughs) And I commend you on the fact that, like you said, 2015, you sat down and said, Hey, I want to be different than what has come through my family. Right. And you're still here doing it. And Drake is like clockwork people every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I see Drake in the morning. (laughs) We say hello. (laughs) He does his workout. We talk a little bit. He shows me videos and repeat the next day, you know? So, um, consistency is key. Like you said, in anything, probably in anything in life because you've been successful in many things. Right. So, um, good for you you know that you can do that <laughs> and uh, again consistency is probably where it's at with whatever you do what what i like to know like because obviously it's my gym right <laughs> what do you what do you find is your f- favorite thing here like you said even if you can't power if you're still going to come train here you know i would have to say 
you know, outside of yourself, I would say the atmosphere oh, me, here. Yeah. Right? Me? It's okay. You don't have to do that just because we're on the podcast. But no, <laughs> Besides no. me, Drake. Let's I, I, would, I would say the atmosphere. Because you can come in here. You, you can have a bad day. You know, and, and the other lifters will kind of see that and they'll, they'll pick you up. They're like, what's going on? Let's get through this, you know? And yeah, we're strong. Gotta, we can pick up anybody. Exactly. <laughs> go to a commercial gym. They could give a shit if you're dying of a heart attack. Yeah, right. Right. Well, you I've know? actually seen the, that in LA Fitness. I've seen a guy fall off a bike and three people walk by him and the guy was having a stroke. Right. <laughs> what the hell? Well, I, I got to get my set in. So I think that, you know, the competitive. Just that atmosphere here is just so much more caring and yeah. lifting up here. And do you like, feel that being around a lot of lifters? Let's just like, even for myself because I am not the strongest person right. in this gym. Do you feel like being around a lot of really strong lifters helps push you? Even though maybe maybe you're not going to ever get to those levels, but do you still feel it motivates you? You know, I don't know. I might be a little bit different in that aspect. I don't know if it motivates, but the thing that I highly respect from them is that they're all humble. They're not yeah. assholes. Like some, <laughs> like if even ego. like a regular guy in the gym is only bench 315, you know, he won't even talk to you. But these guys, you know, benching almost 600, they're like, hey, what's up? I mean, yeah. it's all family here. So the attitude here is whether you lift, you know, bench 135 or 600, it doesn't matter. They treat it's the all the same gonna, respect. Yeah. What I love right now is because we kind of have a couple of different groups training, you know, for different meets. So right. Obviously we have our smash weight people who are training on. And, uh, you know, it, it's definitely a little bit probably more in the evening. Jake trains a little bit earlier, which still, you know, again, there's always people around. Right. But uh, it. You know, it, the whole gym kind of stops to watch you because they know, like, this is big for you right now. You know, right. like, this is your top set of the day. Cool. I'm going to root you on, you know, because right. I'm just warming up. So I'd, I'm going to see what you got, you know. And, you know, the cool thing is I can, I like about it because, or, you know, hearing it because I'll be in my office and all of a sudden I hear the music change. And then I hear people, let's go, you know, like, right. So of course I walk over to the, my door to see, you know, who's about to go. And it's just, you know, cool to see five or six people standing around you who again are not training with you. You know, they have their own training for that day, but they come and they're going to, you know, like that, they're going to push and support you. And and that's what I love about this gym because they could be maybe hitting a PR, you know, of, of 225 on a squat and, yeah. and you're just out there cheering them on because it's their left. It's their, it's their mm-hmm. PR. So you want them to get it, yeah. you know, and you return it to them too. Like I've seen you out there. You're ready to help spot. I mean, again, I see you help, uh, with Anthony, you know, someone Absolutely. who, you know, works with a uh, disability, but he's out here grinding just like everybody else. Yeah. I see you there changing his weight or helping, you know, whatever or again, somebody that is uh, Hey, can you watch, my depth for me and everything. That's how it goes. You know, I always tell people when they come in here, like, Hey, I want you to jump in there. If somebody needs a spot, I want you to hand off for them, you know, right? because at some point somebody's going to ask you for it, you know, just like at some point you're going to ask somebody of that and right. everybody needs to do it in here. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is that, you know, you know, 24 hour fitness, you may not ever see a girl handing off to a guy here. <laughs> you know, you're, you're seeing girls hand off 315 like it's oh, yeah. nothing. I, you know? I purposely make the girls hand off to me because, again, at some point, 
they're going to ha- have to do it or they might have to do it, you know, let's just say right. in this gym because, yeah, not at every minute is there 15 people in this gym, you know. Sometimes it's in early in the morning or at that weird time. There's only one or two, three people in here. But right, like me just, and Kelsey. Yeah, right. So it's like we have to help yeah. each other in the morning. And they need to realize they're not lifting the whole weight. They're right. just, they just have to be there for some support, you know, get it to the right spot. Not only that, it helps them, I feel like, say, oh, that's the spot for him and that's what feels good. And then they kind of start thinking, well, you know, maybe I should bring it to that point or, you know, they start right. trying things. So, yeah, no, I, I feel like the gym teaches you a lot, you know, it just being a part of the team that's going on. I mean, honestly, in the two years of powerlifting, I still feel like I have so much to learn. I feel like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I feel like still such a, at the beginning spectrum of learning in two years, because there isn't a day that I don't come in here that, you don't learn something new. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always or constantly or see something, you know. Even me, you know, I come in here and again working with you with something new. Hey, I don't think I've ever worked with anybody that's had uh, you know, uh that specific diagnosis, you know, with the heart. So cool. Right. As long as uh, I have some info, we'll work you know, we'll work with it. I'm I'm not stupid. I'll I'll uh, research my own too and <laughs> right. figure it out. So which is fun for me, you know, the more I know I just add it to my resume. I don't really put it out there, but the cool thing is the next person that comes in and goes, Hey, I have this. And I'll be like, Oh, you know what? I worked with a guy that had something similar to that. You know? Right. So that's cool. Um, all right, real quick. Let's uh, wrap it up with some, uh, predictions or maybe what we want to see happen on the platform this weekend. Squat. Yes. Squat. <laughs> <laughs> or I got to see that. Blue I wish you could see gotta, his face right I gotta now. I got to see He's that blue deep plate in on thought. There. So what's so that? Four. So I got to see that either the 475, so 479. Yeah. So that's what, okay. So 475, 479 for squat. Okay. Bench. Bench. We've still been dealing with shoulder, but. Shoulder. So it's, it's, I'd never set as many goals on bench because it just seems to be like no. a down even feeling if, that Even day. if it's, hey, I just want to be able to hit the same, you know, or right. whatever. I don't care. I mean, what, I mean, what would you like? Small PR would be nice. 308 would be nice. Would be nice. Okay, so 308 possibly. And what do I always tell you? You just move that shit as fast as you, you can, can, and I'll, right. I'll pick the numbers. <laughs> I'm always going to challenge you, you know? So, uh, okay, and then deadlift? Deadlift, even though it's lower than what I've pulled before, I'd be happy with the 500. Yeah, so 501. Yeah. Fuck yeah, let's put that on the bar. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I think we'll <laughs> see that. At some point during this week. Right. <laughs> cool. All right. So uh, thank you for being on here, Drake. You know, I like people that come on here and can not just have fun, but teach the community about something. And I think we totally opened up a new door for some people that are either in the gym or just listen. And they're like, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's time for me to do this, whether it be getting to a gym, TRT, competing. Whatever, you know, you, right. you, we touched on all that with you. Um, <laughs> just starting later in life, maybe. So, yeah, and I commend you on that. <laughs> it's never too late to start. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I totally agree 100% with that. So, um, so yeah, thank you for putting that all out there. And no matter what, I look forward to seeing you in the gym every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, like normal, even after all this. Absolutely. And uh, I'm sure we'll all be rooting for you now on that uh, July scan. Yes. Our appointment, you yep. know, we'll have to do it. We'll have to do a follow up uh, episode. I like to always talk about what we can talk about, you know, like, oh, let's do a follow up on this. Well, for you, it'll be a follow up to uh, 
when we're planning your next meet. <laughs> right. <laughs> See what's going on. Yeah. No surgery. Next meet. So cool. Thanks, my man. I Thank appreciate you. it. And uh, come out this weekend. Well, again, if the, I'm, I'm going to try and get this up maybe a little early, maybe Thursday, Friday, but the, the meet is this weekend, June 8th and 9th, Saturday, Sunday. Drake goes Sunday. What flight do I have you to see? No, that's a, it's right. We have a big 125 class. Yeah, uh, huge. huge. It, it almost took class. up the whole freaking flight. So proud of all you big guys out there. That's where I started the 275s. Now I ate my way out of that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, come support. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Awesome. Good job today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>